Alright, hello and welcome to the post-WrestleMania 38 episode mm -hmm. of Squares of the Circle. My name is Zach, and with me as always is Lex. What's up, Lex? Hello, how you doing? I don't know why I introduced you like I was Wayne from Wayne's World, but um, <laughs> we did that. So, Starkey is unable to be on the show today. However, instead of him, we have two people. So, two for the price of one Starkey. Um, so, first off, we have Justin, who you might, if for some reason you listen to my Disney World podcast and then now listen to my wrestling podcast, you might recognize his voice because he's been on multiple episodes. But, Justin, hello. It's been a while. What's up? Nothing much, man. Just join this uh, multiverse of uh, media that you got going on over oh here. Oh, my God. All right. Um, <laughs> Justin will probably be a little more involved in the other podcasts that I'll eventually get started when I have more time, but not yet. I don't have that kind of time yet. So instead, we talk wrestling. So um, you are a wrestling fan, though. So if you want to very briefly just explain, like, how long have you been a fan? What's your favorite show you've been to? Stuff like that. So, um, I started out close to the Attitude Era, around 2001. My dad would uh, let me watch uh, Monday Night Raw when my stepmom wasn't around. And those were very interesting times in wrestling, as we both know. As we all know. Uh, yeah. But I really got into it, uh, Ruthless Aggression Era. And then towards, uh, you know, the PG Era is when I stopped. But ever since AEW picked up, you know, I've been kind of watching uh, religiously. And uh, best show has to be WrestleMania 35. That you've been to, or that's just your favorite show? Oh, that I've been to. Okay. What's your favorite? What's your favorite show you've seen? Are you mean like specific, like Monday Night Monday Night Raw? Or do you mean no? Like, like what is your favorite wrestling event, pay per view, episode of a show? Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't Marvel. think that was a hard question. Sure. Royal Rumble. <laughs> Like, yeah, which Royal Rumble, Rumble, though, is what I'm asking. Oh, oh you want specific? Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> communication, guys, communication. Yeah, you got to be specific. We can do this. I, was, do I this. thought I was very specific. Well, if we're going to talk about specifics, it's going to be with you, Zach, WrestleMania 30. Hell yeah. That was the best one. <laughs> yeah, so Justin and I were roommates at the time of WrestleMania 30. I think I talked about this last episode. Mm -hmm. Um yeah, he was the guy. This is the guy. This, this is, is the guy. guy. This is... Oh, oh wow. man. Yeah. Um, Here I am. So we were the two who were screaming in our um, Disney internship apartment <laughs> that The Undertaker lost. It was crazy. And that's still my favorite wrestling event I've probably ever seen. Or Do up they there, still use the shock guy anymore? I feel like they never use him anymore. It's been eight years. I feel like it's old now. Yeah, but they still, like, cut to that. They were using his face for a while, and then they stopped. Well, it, like I said, it's been eight years, so, yeah. <laughs> anyway, all right, enough of Justin. Uh, <laughs> I think that was way too long now. Uh, and now we have Jordan. Hi, Jordan. Hello, Zach. Good to see you. It's it's very good to see you. I haven't seen Jordan in a while. Um, Jordan and I have an interesting dynamic with wrestling. Um, in, in multiple ways. We've actually been to a ton of shows together, mainly NXT. So if you hear me talk about all the NXT shows I've been to, he's usually there with me. And they've been varying ter uh, varying degrees of entertaining. I don't know. 
Um, <laughs> they've gone through some ups and downs. But yeah, yeah um, same question, Jordan. And then again, your favorite wrestling event, not your favorite show that's on TV right now or whatever the hell he was asking. But yeah. yeah. I will say Zach and I have a very interesting wrestling dynamic. Basically, I think if Zach likes it, I don't. And if I like it, Zach doesn't. So. You know, I think it's always fun to kind of debate. Um, but uh, I actually just flew back in from WrestleMania 38. So I've been home for like an hour, maybe. Uh, and so uh, I've been a wrestling fan uh, since 2001 with WrestleMania 17. Um, that was what, bro- what brought me in. Um, I would say probably best show I've ever watched would be uh money in the bank 2011 uh punk versus cena i think it's it's up there the only other one that can might outdo it for me is uh wrestlemania 31 i thought top to bottom that card was incredible so it's a toss-up depends on the mood i'm in so i i hope to have jordan on multiple times because eventually we'll get into probably a polite one but probably some sort of screaming match about something um (laughs) I will or say, I'm, though... Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say that I'll be right and you'll be wrong. So okay. it's okay. Yeah, anyway, I shouldn't have let you say that. Anyway, um, but one thing we do agree on is that is also my favorite wrestling event of all time. Because I was there at Money in the Bank 2011, and it was awesome. It was probably better in person, just saying. Humble brag. Um, Lex, I don't know if I asked you that last week. What is your favorite event? that you've seen my favorite my favorite event that i've seen i've we i think we went over that i have not seen anything live besides like one indie show in the area but oh yeah no just like on tv or whatever is yeah, yeah wrestlemania 17 i i can't argue with that yeah. so yeah <laughs> <laughs> i actually just bought they they should be here by the time this podcast is out um there was some there was a big sale at Chalkline. i don't know if you guys know what Chalkline is but yeah they make really cool wrestling stuff. So, What'd you buy? Oh, I got a pair of WrestleMania X7 shorts and Bash Ooh. of the Beach 96 shorts. They were nice. on clearance and I needed shorts and I'm excited. Um, now I want to look. What's it called? Chalkline. They do the <laughs> jackets. The like crazy jackets. Like the like the big neon like macho man ones that you yeah, see people wearing. Like mm-hmm. um, I know Bailey used to wear them. Yeah. I, I don't know. if She still does. Where is Bailey? I feel like I was hoping she was gonna come back. Yeah. What the heck? I, I'm holding up for 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 Friday at SmackDown. I really hope so. Um, I hope so too. Anyway, okay. Everyone's been introduced. Let's talk some WrestleMania. Um. First reactions for everyone. Personally, I thought it was. I had very low expectations. By the way, I did not like the card going in. <laughs> I think it might be like easily a top ten WrestleMania I've seen. Mm-hmm. I don't know about top five, but it is up there. It was really good. Um, I'll go in order of my screen. Um, Jordan, what did you think? You were there, so you probably have a different perspective, but what do you think? Uh, yeah, I, expectations were pretty low. Um, but I will what? say that, yeah, um, I, well, I'll tell you, I, I messaged Zach a couple weeks ago and for anyone who watched WrestleMania 21, I told Zach, like, I think this is going to be like WrestleMania 21 
really low expectations, but I think you're going to go in. There's going to be a lot of like special moments. Some that are going to be focused on nostalgia. You got that one, you know, kind of strong match with Edge versus uh, Styles, just like you had at 21 with Angle versus Shawn Michaels. And I just saw. I felt like the structure of it was very similar. And I, I will say, I feel like that's exactly what happened. I don't know that I'll look back on this card for like incredible matches, with the exception of. Uh, Rollins and Rhodes and Bianca and Becky, but I think from a moment's perspective, it's going to have a lot of re- like replay value for me. I think I'm going to watch it uh, a lot just for those like special moments, especially when you look at you know stuff like Stone Cold, the return of Cody Rhodes. Um, yeah, I thought it was really good. Spoilers, by the way, um, oh, to sorry. everyone listening. I, I would assume anyone listening to this has watched the show. Anyway, um, <laughs> Justin. What did you think? You were texting me during the whole show. Yeah, I was definitely texting you the first night. I was pumped. Uh, you know, I had a few. Uh, Steve Weisers, myself. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> I wasn't excited going into it, mainly because we had Lesnar versus Reigns, I feel like, the third time. Correct me if I'm wrong. But I was yep. more excited about the celebrity matches than I was before. Um in the back of my head, I was hoping for Owens and Stone Cold, and I think they delivered. So that definitely brought up the points. Uh, but definitely, I think night one was better than night two. And it's kind of hard to gauge these WrestleManias now because up to, up to 35 Manias, there were one night, and it was just like one night of electricity. Now it's like two nights. And, you know, you got pumped for the first night, and the second night, you better hope it's the same energy. But it never really is. And we've only had, I think, three, but I don't count the COVID one because they were just, you know, that was a new one. New new playing field for that. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I agree. It's weird still. And they're not going to go away from it. It looks like that's here to stay forever. So, yeah. I, I hate it. That's two gates at Cowboy Stadium instead of one. It's... We can Double talk about that in a minute. Yeah, it's, it really is. Um, Lex, what's what are your thoughts on the show overall, real quick? Overall, I really, really enjoyed it, and I didn't expect to, um, but it was very entertaining. It made you feel shit, which I loved. Um, I really, I, I think, as soon as it was over, I said for me, for in for me, is definitely one of my top five, hands down. Yeah. Just entertainment value. Yeah, and I mean, in my opinion, that's what WrestleMania is, is just a circus. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm trying to think of one that was just only about the wrestling and stuff. And it, I feel like those ones didn't stand out as much. Like, you know, WrestleMania 29, for example, all they did was hype up a championship match between The Rock and John Cena. I don't even remember most of those matches other than CM Punk and The Undertaker was fantastic, but like that mania was not good. Um, WrestleMania 27 didn't have too many entertainment matches or anything like that. That was probably the worst WrestleMania I've ever seen. I will say, though, I watched, I watched the WWE Evil episode with The Miz, and he is the most underappreciated heal i love the miz i love the miz he's i love the miz so much like 
I think I said this about five different wrestlers, but he almost cracked that top five list we did last week. Uh, Really? Oh, yeah. Like, he is that high up for me. Ah, Um, He's a good heel. He's a a great heel. Everyone hates him. Um, He just does it a different way than saying the crowd is a bunch of dummies because they're from this town. Yeah, he doesn't have to use cheap stuff to get it. Yeah, exactly. He does it, but it's not his main shtick. Right, exactly. Um, And I like that. I like that it's a unique way of going about it what were we talking about wrestlemania um so yeah i mean it was a circus and i loved it it was i loved almost every second of it there were a few things that were not great um we're not going to talk about the raw after wrestlemania other than i thought it was not good um does any (laughs) did anyone thought it did anyone think it was good no so i'm gonna say i feel like they there was an attempt to be good like if there was a raw after mania i think the crowd was exhausted there there were no one was going to meet their expectations because of what we had experienced at mania so i just felt like they were stuck but i mean if, if you look at every segment there was a there was something special that they tried to do, you know, like the MVB turning on Lashley, yeah. uh, walking out on Liv, the the Cody Rhodes uh, speech segment, uh, the NXT title change. I mean, there were things that, if it had followed maybe a tame uh, WrestleMania, I think would have been better. But I just felt like the crowd was dead. It, it just, I felt like it. They didn't did not do I- good. I think you guys aren't being fair. We had Veer Mahan that finally showed up. Oh, I, yeah. No, okay. I should have said it wasn't now. good come asterisk. On. Yeah. Because we got Veer. Um, <laughs> and I was literally just about to say, that is the episode of Raw where you have big debuts and nobody came out other than Ezekiel and Veer. Ezekiel. <laughs> which I feel Elias like... Elias is his younger brother. I love that. I'm not gonna lie. I thought that was hilarious, and I, I hope they, too, but... I hope they really lean into it to the point where everyone hates them so much. Um, I hope so. Okay, so we're not gonna just go match by match and give our take on it because we'd be here for six hours, and no, we're not. No, just no. Um, it is very unfortunate that Rick Boogs got hurt during that match. I was enjoying it. Yep. I didn't really mm-hmm. notice that he hurt himself during it until the replay. I didn't either. I just thought it was just a way for the Usos to win. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, hey, this match is all right. But, yeah, no, that sucks. Um, I think he's going to be out for, like, a, a while, too. Cause that's yeah, same, I think they're thinking, like, four months. Yeah, that was the same injury Derek Rose had suffered once. And he was out for, like, yeah, four to six months, something like that. Um, Didn't Derek Rose come back looking like bugs, like, all jacked? Yeah, he's come back from like five injuries. We're not going to talk about that. That's a whole different podcast I could do. And that is a very sad time because I love Derek Rose and he kept getting hurt. Anyway, um, I liked Happy Corbin and Drew McIntyre. I didn't love it. It was kind of whatever to me. The sword thing at the end was laugh out loud funny because it only cut two of the three ropes. That was really all I remember. <laughs> and if you look at there's like some video online of the sword as it hit the third rope and it bent like some cheap plastic sword. <laughs> um, what is everyone's thoughts on Drew McIntyre openly trying to murder everyone on 
wrestling shows now. Because he's swinging that sword like he's trying to kill someone. I think it's hilarious. It's a great use of a prop. It is. <laughs> I'm more impressed that they were able to replace the rope so fast. Yeah. They're what on the it. That was impressive. Um, it does crack me up that he walks around trying to kill people and he's the good guy. Yeah, he's the good the guy. Star- yeah. Trying to commit and- murder. Yeah, and Baron Corbin's the bad guy who wants to escape the guy chasing him with a sword. Hilarious. Um, Baron Corbin is second on the list of most underrated heels. He's also great. Because mm-hmm. I think he is hysterical. The, He's great. The best parts of that entire match sequence were the sword thing and the video package of his rags to riches story that's been in the works for like over a year and i i'm i miss that so bad yeah i miss the just the time where they were in vegas during SummerSlam. i just happened to be on twitter where he posted the first video of him winning something and then he just kept doing it and it was hysterical in real time um <laughs> the fact that he never wrestles in just regular wrestling gear either. It's either a suit or now it's like a Hawaiian shirt. It's just it's just never <laughs> wrestling gear. Um, do, we can give grades on every match. Do we want to do that? Uh, seems tacky. I don't know. It's up to you, dude. No, we'll we'll just give a grade at at the end of night one. How about that? That sounds better. Um biggest standout thing to me this far into the show is how oddly fantastic Logan Paul was. What the hell? He was I so really good. Wasn't su- I really wasn't surprised by that, though. I mean, he is an athlete. He has he done is. boxing. I mean, he has charisma. He's a social media personality, so I don't think any of that is necessarily surprising. I think people just hate him, so they're, you know... Like, mean, oh, shit, Logan Paul was good? Oh. The the biggest thing that I noticed, and I I almost promise you, Justin had the same thought as me. You probably already know what I'm going to say. I um, absolutely know what you're going to say. Go ahead, take it away. It was the uh, Pokemon card, right around. Nope. His, yeah, I knew it. <laughs> um, that it's is insane. the rarest Pokemon card in the world. It's a Pikachu Illustrator. It yep. is the only PSA 10 in existence in the world. And I think he bought it for like what five and a half million dollars. Yeah, yeah, he did. He just wore it it's around insane. his neck with a little pokeball necklace. And guess how much that necklace was? Oh, I bet it was also eighty thousand. Eighty thousand to hold a five million dollar car. It's actually less than I thought it was going to be. I thought that necklace was going to cost more. Um, yeah. Oh my god, that card makes any Charizard look like garbage, and it's so shiny. Um. Anyway, that, again, different podcast we could do about Pokemon cards. Um, that match was really good. I'm really sick of the Mysterios versus the Miz. I don't know about you guys. I'm kind of ready for that to never happen again. I'm sick of the Mysterios, but yeah. I am I too. Gonna, I hate I saying that. over Dominic Mysterio. I still love Ray. <laughs> yeah, I love Ray. Yeah, Jordan, let's... I feel like we we didn't talk enough about you are you definitely prefer WWE to any other promotion. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh man, you and you and Starkey could fight. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, <laughs> I cannot wait until that day. Um, 
I you know I was I was about to joke that I'm a little in the middle, but no, no, we're we're still kind of leaning AEW right now. Um, yeah, you are. What are your thoughts on Dominic Mysterio? I would I would very much love to hear them. Um, I think he should be in NXT. I think he's only. I think you know there was a, maybe a point in time he was in like Ray's storyline, so it made sense. But now he's just there. But yeah, so I think he should be in uh, NXT. I don't think I don't think he's very good, and I think it's honestly like people. It's making people disinterested in Ray, just like what you were saying. You know, most because of just how not good he is right now. The fact yeah. that Logan was better than Dominic. Oh, he's so much better. You yeah. know. Like Told so much agent. better, yeah. Um, yeah. That is a phenomenal take. I gotta say, look at us agreeing on everything so wow. far. This is incredible. This is uncharted territory. Um, <laughs> I think he's just teaming with Ray as a favor to Ray from like Vince. As, yeah. Hey, definitely. I'm retiring soon. I just want to wrestle with my son. I think the second Ray hangs it up, first I think he's gonna give his mask to Dominic. And then second, I think his ass is going right to NXT 2.0. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Probably. Exactly. But I will say, if he gets Ray's mask, that's a huge upgrade. Because one of the big things that really bothers me about him is his facials. What the hell is with his yeah. hair? Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't even know what hairstyle that is. Is it like... It's not even a mullet. I don't... I don't know. <laughs> it bugs me. I'm going to be very honest. Just the whole thing this kid's probably what 19 or 20 years old and here we are just tearing him <laughs> of all the thing of all the things to be petty about we're gonna pick his hair it's just <laughs> all right hair. i don't know okay. i feel like he never probably okay, ran to 619 either no. no no like he's really not great in the ring and like don't get me wrong <laughs> it's just his hair bugs me sorry he's uh 25 <laughs> he's 25 no yeah he looks like he's 19 yeah he looks young. He's good at NXT. Um, Makes you wonder if Eddie, uh, you know, won those adoption papers. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> what a what a storyline. The only thing that's better is um, Snitsky and the baby. It wasn't his fault, Zach. It wasn't his it fault. It wasn't. I think that's still my Instagram <laughs> bio. Like it's it's not even me saying it. I have it quoted saying it wasn't my fault, Gene Snitsky. Um, do you really? <laughs> I might have changed it, but it sure used to be. Uh, so, okay. So at this point in the show, it's fine. Like, it's a fun show. I'm impressed with Logan Paul. It's good. You know, it's going pretty much exactly as I expect um, with the pleasant surprise of Logan Paul. And then we get Becky and Bianca, which I think right now is my match of the year. Which yeah, I don't know if I was expecting a match of the year out of this show. I thought it was going to be CM Punk and MJF in the dog collar match for a while. And I might like this one more. Um, story is significantly worse than Punk and MJF. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but I really enjoyed this match. And it was it was the match that I think Bianca needed to have because... This is coming from someone who is, you know, obviously way better on the mic. Not really. But Bianca, I think, could be better when cutting promos. They all seem to sound the same to me personally. Um, 
Did you guys like the build-up for this match, or did you just not care like me? I like the uh, haircutting she did. That was fun. Yeah. You know, because yeah, we good. all know like, Bianca's hair is like a source of her power and, th- and her signature look. And, you know, that was put at risk for like a split second. And then she she turned on uh, on Becky Lynch. But Bianca's been my favorite for a while. She like from this get go, she's a specimen. Like she's really, really strong. Yeah. Yes, she is. <laughs> Was that it? Okay, she's very strong. Um, <laughs> well, great take. So, Jordan, what do you, what do you think? I'm I'm always curious for your opinions on WWE storylines. Well, I'll I will tell you that um, I was mad about the 26 second loss at SummerSlam. So Same. I am glad that they did full come full circle and rectify that because I feel like a lot of times they'll say you know just let it play out and it doesn't play out and then that really bothers me so i'm happy with the match or i'm happy with the build-up because i felt like it was all about this redemption storyline for for bianca so i thought that was great i thought it needed some heat for a while and then the last like four weeks when they started the you know don't touch bianca's hair and then and then the the throw in the throw injury like i thought like it they started to finally add some spice to it so in the last four weeks, I felt like they really put put in high gear. And I know it's going to sound bad, but and you know you always do comparisons. So I was comparing it against Ronda and Charlotte, which I felt like was going on as the main event. And I just felt from a storyline perspective, Bianca and Becky was way stronger. That is not saying a lot, to be honest. Um, that, <laughs> what do you want? That build was not great. Um, what did you What did you think? Lex, because this was, at least in my opinion, this was the best best match of the of the show. Um, what did you? No, absolutely, it was absolutely, and it had one of the longest builds, I believe, too. Because you I mean, like you said, when she won in what twenty six seconds at SummerSlam, I think being able to come full circle with that made that made the payoff from WrestleMania even better. Because sometimes I think WWE really lacks that when it comes to WrestleMania. They'll throw a match together and there's no story. There's nothing for you to be invested in. And then you're just supposed to care about it. I think people actually really cared about this because there's a lot of people that really love Bianca. And there's a lot of people that really love Becky and that were really upset with what happened at SummerSlam. So I think people were invested from the get-go. So I really enjoyed it. And I love both of them a lot same like they they both might be my two favorite women's wrestlers yeah they're great um so i think this storyline is a little different for me i think it's the perfect example first of all the wwe video package team is so back because they had several of them that were just amazing there were so many that were so good I know. I agree. They've been really off their game recently, too, so I'm mm-hmm. glad that they're back. I think this was the definition of one of those storylines that is perfect for one of those packages because they kind of leave out the time between Bianca losing and then the storyline picking up like a month ago. Yep. Because there was what? There was Lita in there. She faced oh, yeah. Dewdrop at the Rumble, which... Dewdrop rules. I just wish she wasn't named Dewdrop. Uh, I know, I know. That poor woman. She, she's so she's so good. great. She's so great. Yeah. 
Um, but you know what? All I have to say about that is a guy who was literally named The Rock became the biggest star in the world. So, you know, names aren't everything. It's all good. Better than Rocky Maivia. Um, so, <laughs> I i mean, I really liked the few weeks leading up. The, the whipping with her hair and how cut up Becky's stomach was was the the thing that got my attention. Honestly, that was the thing that kept me watching Raw week after week until Mania because it was that and maybe Cody shows up, probably not, and then he didn't, which was a huge tease <laughs> that we I think we talked about last week already. But I don't know. It was fine. I wish Bianca would just kind of have been lurking in the shadows the whole time. That would have kind of added a little more to me. Um, but yeah, no, I think this is potentially match of the year for me. Um, Bianca's now, face on Raw. Oh my god. Yeah. Wrestling's fake though. Yeah, how did that happen? It was awesome. I don't know. I don't uh, know. It either. was on the. So she was in my uh, hotel room or hotel. Oh, um, oh, wait a minute. We were staying. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. So we saw her. We saw her the the day after. So we asked her about it, and when uh, Becky did the Molly go round, she. Uh, uh, basically, basically, Bianca was too far back, so she hit her with the heel of her foot. Ow. Yeah. Also, our wrestling insider, Jordan, everyone, he's getting the scoops. Got the big scoop. No That's kidding. it. Inside scoop. Gotta pay me the big bucks now, Zach. Um, Thank you for telling us, because I was, like, really confused, because I'm like, she didn't, she looked okay towards the end. Like, I was, you know, who knows if someone hit her after the match. There are, like, four or five different people who had weird bumps or marks on them either during the show or after that I was, yeah i was just like what the hell um speaking of the biggest one our next match in wrestlemania is seth and cody or i'm sorry seth and mystery opponent um <laughs> cody yeah i'll tell you what i thought it was gonna be anyone but Cody for a bit. Like, I was convinced I it was too. Cody. And then I got in my own head. I was like, what if it's John Cena? What if it's The Undertaker? Because Undertakers had never said never the night before. He said never say never. Um, I know, but not for Seth freaking Rollins. It would have been awesome. I'm just saying. Seth freaking Rollins. <laughs> Look at Seth freaking Rollins. And we Seth talked freaking Rollins. Seth freaking Rollins. We talked about this before we started recording. If it was Shane McMahon, I was going to turn off the show and never watch again. I felt like it could have been. I I would have been mad. Um, Because Vince is the one setting it up. Why not his son? You know? Yeah. I would Uh, not have liked that. I think that would have been stupendous. (laughs) I love that it got you in your head because that means that they did their job. They They did. did exactly what and... That proves they did exactly what they should have done. They made you think it could be anyone else but him after so long. I felt like it was the worst kept secret. Like it was the same thing with CM Punk on Rampage. Yeah, like, it was almost the same thing where you knew it was happening. Then you started to get in your own head about it, and then it happened anyway. And you're like, "Damn it, they did it." Um, WWE does that to me. Like I would say three or four times a year, where I'm just like, "Damn it, I'm back in." And then the Raw after WrestleMania happens, and I'm like, oh, this is why I stopped. Um, <laughs> the just, good thing they, about the Raw they, after Mania is, like, usually the crowd's, like, really insane. 
But yeah, like you said, it was, it was like two nights. Two nights. They're probably yeah. tired, you know. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It, I, I planned on talking about that at the very end. We can get into that later, I guess. Um, this was the second best match of the show, if you ask me. Was Seth and Cody? Uh, how was Cody's entrance live, Jordan? How was that? Oh, it was great. Yeah. It was really good. And I actually, I went back to the hotel afterwards and I watched. And you um, talked to Cody about it? No, I did not. <laughs> <Talk> to Cody. <laughs> I uh, watched his entrance back on, to see how it came across on TV. Yeah, and it was stellar. It was really good. But unlike on, I don't know, if, uh, I don't know how it looked on Raw because his Cody Vader was, <laughs> it, was um, stuck. Was, um, it was stuck and that was hilarious. The, the Groundhog uh, Day memes that have come out uh of him today have been hilarious but yeah the <laughs> Cody Vader on Raw was did not look great but the uh at WrestleMania yeah it was awesome I really hope they don't do that every episode that'd be ridiculous um I don't know what are your thoughts on him coming out to the theme song that basically is ripping on WWE the entire time I got into this on TikTok so much with people. People, people treat me like people treat me like I'm stupid. I said that I was surprised that Vince McMahon allowed it, and that just apparently blew everyone's mind because they're like, "Well, Cody owns the rights to the song. Like, what does that have to do with Vince McMahon?" I'm like, "What do you mean? I'm allowed to be surprised about it?" Yeah, I'm because it surprised. does. It literally rips on his entire situation with WWE. Yeah, he was stardust. <laughs> I get why. I get why it happened. I just still it am pleasantly surprised by it. He did a Stardust thing, right? During yeah, the he match. Did. He, awesome. did. <laughs> he did. He did. That, was, <laughs> that was one of the highlights. It was great. It um, got a good pop too. Yeah, and that was probably the best line of Corey Graves' career where he was like, It's shedding skin, it's not yeah. showboating. He did. So the thing is, I'm not surprised they used it, but I think that's a really stupid reason that those people were saying that it's because Cody owns the rights. What were you? No, I'm not surprised because it's totally a direct shot at AEW. Like, hey, we're presenting this dude the exact same way. We just stole your guy. Ha 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 ha. See, I don't know if it's an, a direct shot at AEW or if it's a tool to entice others that, hey, you get yourself over and then you want to come to WWE, we'll protect, we'll protect your brand. You know, I think it's, I think being and you, this is the first guy to defect from AEW to WWE. And they knew they had to make this look like the biggest deal. This guy is like the biggest deal. Cause they know that's how they'll get other big stars. I think if anything, that's their pitch to Brian Danielson and like three other people. Cause everyone else is going to be terrified of getting fired. Um, because all of the... I, I don't know. They've fired so many people, man. It's been ridiculous to see. Over 100 since the pandemic started. Isn't AEW, like, known for, like, letting people, like, reuse their names and, and their entrance, entrance music? So it's not really a surprise, but it is surprising that WWE would let Cody use his song? It's a big deal. That yeah, it is. It is. It's a big deal. Yeah. yeah. Because in WWE, everything has to be their thing yeah like it's like disney they're trying to create ip exactly like that's why he was daniel bryan not brian danielson because now 
they still own the rights to anything Daniel Bryan. So they can always sell that shirt. They can always play that song if they want to. Whereas, you know, AEW, they don't, they don't care. They're using the, whatever their most famous name is, unless WWE only owns the rights to it. And then like that Hardy boy song, for example, that was just something that he could purchase, um, which is not usually the case. So it's very situational, I guess. But yeah, I would say it's way more likely for AEW to let them do whatever they want. Whereas Vince is like, this is my stuff. Well, AEW's broken a lot of barriers. A lot. Yes, they With have. Ring, Ring of Honor, uh, TNA, or Impact, as they call it now. The Forbidden Door, right? That's what they call it? Mm-hmm. Opening the Forbidden Door? Which, people gotta chill on that phrase. I'm kinda sick of the phrase Forbidden Door at this point. <laughs> Kick there is, down there the is no Forbidden door. door. The door has fallen apart. Like there's no Hall of Fame. <laughs> they took it Monsters, Inc. style and shredded the door. <laughs> but um, um, that we'll we'll talk about this on another episode because if yeah. we if we keep talking about AEW, we're gonna be here for six hours. Like I said, so yeah, it's up to mm-hmm. you guys. Do you want to talk about the Charlotte and Ronda match? No, <laughs> sorry. I'd... I mean, you can touch on it real quick. Yeah, we should at least bring it up, but um. It was whatever. I wish Ronda won because I love Ronda, but that's I do too. I would, I would, I wanted, I wanted the title to change. I really did. I, I think Charlotte is great. I just am tired of Charlotte. I yes. would like to see something more happen with that title. Correct. I'm sick of Charlotte. It's not even that she's bad. She's great. She's probably she's the best not bad. wrestler she's, of all time. She's awesome. She's amazing. Just, she needs yeah. like a year to go not be in WWE. Or something. I don't. I don't think that's gonna work for Charlotte because, like, if you think about it, two years ago, Charlotte took eight months off, Did and she? It, yeah, exactly. Yeah, she like a lot of people don't remember this, but she took eight months off, huh. and uh, people don't remember it. They just they you know that it it didn't make a difference to who she was. She's John Cena right now. It doesn't matter really? how good of a wrestler she is. Or what she says, people are going to boo her because they think that she's the company champion. And I, so the only two things I want to say about the Ronda Charlotte match was, or I guess three things. One, when, at least live, it didn't come across as bad um, as how I portrayed opinions to be on, on social media. But I did laugh that Ric Flair called it the greatest women's match of all time. What? Yeah, he said that was the greatest women's match he had ever seen. Whatever, it's his daughter or whatever. Nothing like putting your own dollar over, yeah, but no that's kidding. whatever. And but I do, I actually think they were, I love Ronda, so I would have been so happy with Ronda winning, but I think they were smart because it seems that Ronda's got a lot of haters, and I don't know that giving her the title as soon as she came back would have helped her if they were trying to make her a baby face. So I'm hoping, my personal opinion is I'm hoping that there's some sort of surprise for us on uh, SmackDown on Friday for maybe someone else coming back who... It'll give them a big pop. I didn't think it was a bad match per se. I just thought it was fine. And the ending was just a lot going on. And then at that point, I'm like, I I just kind of don't care anymore. I don't know. But 
Yeah, it wasn't as bad as what you probably saw on social media. It was definitely not the best women's wrestling match of all time. I can tell you that. Yeah. Um, the one before it might have been, or at least close to it. But it's up there. Yeah. No, not the other one. Um, I don't know. It was fine. I hope they have another match down the road. I think Charlotte would be better off. I don't know if it's just putting others over at this point, but like without the title, she doesn't need the title. Yeah. She probably doesn't ever need it again. Honestly, I think that that would be good for a couple people. I think I'm, I'm secretly hopeful. This is, I know we're not talking about it, but I'm secretly hopeful for a four horsewomen match at uh, mania to see who like the best women's, uh, wrestler of all time is and i agree away from away from the title you know put bailey sasha charlotte becky together but don't make it for the title yeah i agree i think that would be i think it's time next year would be time that'd be awesome Um, i agree seems like just the other day that they were just coming out of nxt but that was like six years ago at this point which is nuts yep Um, that would be really cool um i would love that a lot actually but yeah, I think Charlotte's time is up. My time is now. Speaking of John Cena. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I just, I'm over her being the champ. She is female John Cena right now. That's why I'm sick of her. Yes. But she's not as vocal as John Cena. So I guess I don't care as much. I just nothing her where I was sick of John Cena. Um, you know who I'm not sick of? That is Kevin Owens. Like, the best. as much as I just said that women's match is the best match of the show and then Seth and Cody is the second best I think Kevin Owens is the MVP of Wrestlemania weekend he pulled it off it was awesome the whole thing was just awesome start to finish just like you could you knew it was going to be a match the whole time I didn't know it was going to be that long I didn't I didn't I didn't I didn't I argued with everyone saying that it wasn't going to be one. It wasn't going to be one. There's no way Stone Cold's going to do a match. And then <laughs> I was drunk. <laughs> like, oh, this is happening. Oh, wait, this is happening. And then it just kept going. And I'm like, oh, my God, he's out of the ring. Oh, my God, he fell on the concrete floor. I just was, okay. Yeah. He okay. took a bump on concrete. I yeah, know. I could not believe that. <laughs> that was nuts. That was nuts. Um, I think if it would have been on anything but last, I would have had some doubt. But if that's going on after Charlotte and um, Ronda, I was like, Stone Cold is so wrestling. <laughs> and no, the the whole segment was great beforehand, the KO show. I thought it was kind of dumb that they didn't just promote it as a match for at least a couple weeks. We I feel like we missed out on a couple good back back and forth promos. But in a, in real time, it was awesome. Um, the match was great. Kevin Owens sold better than I've seen anyone sell since, like, Dolph Ziggler in his prime. Which, that's saying something. So, let's just, just because we've really, we've really rambled on on night one, but in my opinion, it was far and away the best night, so I feel like it was worth more time talking about it than the second night. Um, Final thoughts on night one of WrestleMania and the Stone Cold match. Um, we'll start with X. I loved it. I was like I said, it was night one. I was super surprised by it. A lot of things happened that I said weren't going to happen. I didn't think Cody was going to show up, and I didn't think Stone Cold was going to have a match. So I was pleasantly surprised by everything that happened. Mm-hmm. 
Um, for me, it's like nine out of 10, 10 out of 10. Loved it. I loved it. I thought it was a 10 out of 10. I agree. Night one was a 10. I was like, WWE is back. Um, Jordan, what did you think? I, I feel like it's probably the same. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the only thing I will say that I, caught me off guard was I did think Stone Cold was going to have a match, but I kind of felt like maybe the KO show was going to be an advertisement for a match for the next night. I just, that's kind of what I expected was more of a, that's why I anticipated. I'm glad that didn't, I thought they wanted to get his value out of having him on both nights. So that's why I thought that obviously they found a different way to get into that. We'll talk about that later, but I, I thought it was great. I thought Kevin like sold his ass off i thought that was awesome uh the bump on the concrete really surprised me and uh someone counted uh on twitter and said that stone cold between the two nights drank 57 beers and i thought that's insane i feel like the word drank is a strong word for that because he it's true a- yeah jumped in mouth yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of but he missed a lot um, yeah. He still had to have been trashed by the end of that first night. Cause oh, he, God, yeah. He had a lot on that first night. Um, he took a beer break during the match. Yeah. Um, I remember Justin. So Justin, I think, was like five minutes delayed from what I was watching. Because it was already in the middle of the match. And then he texted me like, OMG, it's happening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I had a delay, too. I guess I didn't. I don't know. Um, but-, but I will say I thought night one was... Uh, 10 out of 10, I thought every match had something to talk about once it was over. Yeah, I mean, other than the first match, but you got to give the benefit of the doubt for that. I assume that yeah, some of them, they were taking the titles as like a feel-good start moment, but... Yeah, I don't know. Um, I feel like the Usos were going to win anyway. I think I saw that they were going to win anyway somewhere. Um, Justin, what would you rate it out of 10? So I'd like to say that usually uh, when they invite celebrities onto WrestleMania. Uh, they're just there to do like one or two moves. They're just not really there to wrestle. So I was very impressed with Logan Paul. But I will say Bad Bunny did raise the bar from last year. Because yep. I, I was very impressed with Bad Bunny. And then Logan Paul kind of like chatted that with his moves. So I was impressed with that match. Um, I guess we could say Logan Paul's going to be around for a while after the Miz turns on him. Yeah. Uh, I was uh, I was like 7 out of 10 until Stone Cold happened. Uh, like you said, as soon as they made the last segment of the night, I felt like, oh my god, like th- this might, this probably going to happen. There's that chance, like you said, they might advertise for the next day, but it's like you don't end WrestleMania on like a small note. You end it on a big note. And boy, did they do it. It was just great seeing Stone Cold Back in action, he looked great. Even though he had the t-shirt on, he still looked great. And uh, it was awesome. It was like I sent Zach the, uh, t- the smiley face tear emoji, and that's truly how I felt. And I'd say it brought it to, uh, to a 9 out of 10 for sure. Um, Yeah. Yeah, he really sent me that emoji, and he was dead serious, which <laughs> grown man, ladies and gentlemen. It wasn't like the crying one. It was like the smiling the with the very small tear. Like yeah, the one single. Tier. <laughs> um, that was a ten out of ten, and then there was night two, which oh. was good. It was good. It was not night one. Um, I am gonna skip politely, of course, the tag team championship match, which was fun. I enjoyed it. 
Did anyone dislike it? I thought it was fun. No, it was fun. It was fun. Um, I thought Lashley and Omas was stupid. But still kind of fun. <laughs> um, oh, poor Omas. He is going to benefit so much from MVP. Oh, my God. Um, I think so, too. He needs yeah. him a million times more than Lashley ever did. And I think it was time for that to end anyway. So, Well, Lashley speaks now, so he's good on the mic. So He was good on the mic anyway. Better than yeah. Leo Rush screaming Lashley, Lashley, mm. Lashley. I'm not a Leo Rush fan. I'm sorry. I've never had I, I would say it's a stretch to say that Bobby Lashley is good on the mic, but, you know, he's he not bad. Yeah. He's better than he was years ago. Yeah, he's better than TNA. Yeah. Um. Okay, so those matches, we're not, we're not going to talk about those. I really want to talk about the next match, which is Sami Zayn and Johnny Knoxville, which now that I would almost argue other than maybe one or two matches had the best bill of the whole freaking show. Yep. <laughs> the texts and the calls and like every time I would hop on Twitter, you see Sami Zayn posting how many missed calls he's had and everything. And I think it was hilarious. And the match was even better than that. Like, that was one of my favorite. I, that might have been my favorite celebrity match I've ever seen. Johnny Knoxville wasn't the most talented wrestling celebrity of all time. But just, he rigged the entire area around the ring with traps. Like, Sami Zayn was a giant mouse. And it was hilarious. <laughs> and then Wee Man came out. And that was even That's more That's my hilarious. favorite. Yeah. Wee Man got a pop too. Yeah. People pop for Wee oh, Man. Yeah, you got a pop it. for Wee Man. Uh, it's popped well, out from under the ring. <laughs> he pulled a horn swoggle. He did. <laughs> How long was he under that ring? I don't know. Like, uh, it's hard to. Like, he had to have been in there since the show started, right? Like, unless the arena goes no. dark a bunch. Probably, a commercial, probably during a commercial. Like, a, when it, they had so many video packages that night. Yeah, everyone probably got distracted. I don't know. I wish you were about to say, I saw him in the hotel the night before, and he yeah, told I was me, I'm going to hide under the ring. <laughs> um, the giant hand, a.k.a. May Young's son all grown up, was the best part. <laughs> I I didn't see it coming. I didn't even see it anywhere. Did you was it super easy to see the hand? I assume it was. Like I have to tell you I did not see the hand until it happened. <laughs> That's awesome. I, they did so good having me focus on everything else that was happening in the ring. I yeah, didn't even notice it. That's amazing. Um that match was great. Women's tag match was a match. That was a match that happened. Any other thoughts? Actually, I liked yeah, it. I did too. I I don't know. When it's a match that has just like almost no build and it's just like let's throw all these quote unquote tag teams together, male or female, I don't care. I don't care about that match. And I think it, it always affects my thoughts on the match. Um, I feel I, like though, like if it wasn't WrestleMania – most matches are going to have a three-week build. This had a six-week build from the beginning, from the moment that Sasha and Naomi said they were going to be a tag team. So in my mind, six weeks of a build is is not bad for an undercard match. I will say I expected Sasha's uh, 
streak of losing at WrestleMania to continue. I didn't really think this was the one to give her the win. I w- kind of wish that that had been built to be a bigger deal. So I was kind of hoping it would go to Liv and Rhea, but it is what it is. I didn't know she had a losing streak. So yeah, she wasn't long enough. <laughs> it's been six years that oh my she's God. had. She's, really? Yeah, she's never won at WrestleMania in six years. And that they made the biggest deal about it uh, at the end of her match. But I kind of wish that they had. Oh, yeah. You got to give her a bigger it. win than that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like, I'm looking at the thing right now. It's just when when you get tag teams that have some sort of aspect of both of their names in the team name, you know that that's some sort of half-assed WWE tag team that's going to last a month and a half. Live for brutality. Give me a break. Um, I want to have some kind of high hopes for it, though, because I love Sasha Banks and I love Naomi, and I feel like Naomi is insanely underrated and hasn't been utilized correctly, so I, I would like to see her actually have some stuff going on, but I also know how it goes, and it's very possible they won't do shit, but I want some Naomi love. I want, I want her to do some stuff. I wish those tag belts were way more legitimate than they book them to be. Like that's well, it. it's a tag. It's a tag team in general in WWE. So that in itself. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, it's still Vince McMahon's company. He's gonna book the women's tag teams not as well as the men's, and the men's weren't even booked that great. I I don't know. I don't like tag teams that come out to their own entrances. I that. It, in my mind, that's not a tag team. That's just a very temporary. Unless it's alliance. the bar. <clears throat> Unless it's the bar. Unless it's the Unless bar. It's, but they, the they kind of came out together-ish. It was still their own thing. I miss them. Mashed I'm, together. I really hope Cesaro pops up soon somewhere. Um, love Cesaro. I mean, it was a fine match. Anyway. Um, yeah. I'm going to be honest. I thought AJ Styles versus Edge was not as good as I thought it was going to be. It was good. Like, it wasn't a bad match at all, but it wasn't the the dream match I thought it was going to be. Um, I don't know if I would have debuted Damian Priest at WrestleMania. I think I would have let them have the match. And then maybe he can come out at the end of it, but, you know, this is Edge versus AJ Styles at WrestleMania for the first time. I kind of wish they would have just let it happen. It looks like they're kind of leading to a Brood 2.0. That's what I got from it. Um, yeah, I was. I think it's going to turn into some kind of faction. Oh yeah, no, it's going to. Um, a third member, you think? Third, I think there's going to be a couple. Yeah. Or I've heard rumors. We're not a dirt sheet. I have no idea what I'm talking about. Um, mm-hmm. But I think there's going to be a male <laughs> and a female member that are coming. At least that's what I would hope. I think that'd be cool, especially if it's the two people I think of. Um, that were rumored, one that Jordan and I may or may not have spoken to before or a couple times. Um, it's a little tease there. Um, I don't know. It was good. I was a little disappointed. Edge's entrance was freaking awesome, though. Was that as I feel like that was better in person probably than on TV, but I still loved it. Actually, I'll tell you from my angle, I was a little, I didn't really know what was happening. I just saw fire, so I watched it back when I got back, and it was really good. But from uh, in the arena, or at least where I was sitting, you could not see um, them being lifted up, uh, like him really? being lifted. On yeah, that's a bummer. So, I, yeah, I guess I was wrong. Um, 
Speaking of things I, that are wrong, oh, go ahead. I was just gonna. I was just gonna say that I felt like the match, if it had been on at a different time in the card, might have been stronger. Because again, I felt like the crowd was tired. Yeah, it was match. It was match four. It was right in the middle. Uh, I felt like they were waiting for something that hadn't happened yet. You know, and so I just felt like if the crowd had been more uh, interactive during it, it would have been a stronger match. I agree. I think it was oddly placed. I kind of wish it went on first instead of the, um, oh my God, what even went on first? The other tag match, right? Um, well, I guess Triple H kicked off the show, which was awesome. I forgot to even mention that. I thought he was going to talk more, um, but the boots in the ring was cool. We're not going to talk about New Day because I'm upset about that match. And I'm still, I'm never going to get over Pete Dunn being called Butch. I just can't do it. Uh, celebrity matches again, though. Pat McAfee was great. Oh. <sighs> All the celebrities have been great the last couple of years. Yeah. Can I just I'm say a... that Austin Theory is probably going to be the new John Cena? I think he's going to be big. I think he's going to be big, but I think he's going to be the next, like, big heel. Not John Cena. He just doesn't look like a face. Unless he maybe shaves and goes through like two years of a transformation. Because I feel like at this point he's like ultra mega heel. But I don't mean face-wise. I just mean like, you know, like next superstar for sure. Oh yeah, he's going to be up there, I think. Whether people like it or not. I think he's going to be there for a long time. He's only like, what, 24 yeah, mm-hmm. that guy's yeah. younger than Dominic Mysterio. Yep, ten yep. times better. That's way better. Nuts. That's mm-hmm. so bizarre. There's a Vice documentary where he's in it, and so is Darby Allen. It's like four years old, and it's like when they're starting out. But they even even then they thought Austin Theory was because he's he's actually straight edge. They knew he was going to be big too eventually. Uh, they were right about both of them, I guess. Yeah, and Dar- yeah, Darby really surprised me too. But the match was good. Um, I'm actually surprised that McAfee won. I thought Austin Theory was definitely going to win, just because he's a wrestler and Pat McAfee is not. But I don't know. I I really liked the I liked the ending of the match. Like after the match, um, with Vince taking off his shirt and being more in shape than I'll probably ever be again in my life. That really caught me off guard. <laughs> it's like an eighty-year-old head on like a forty-five-year-old like jacked body. It's like what? It's what so the weird. hell is happening? Was what? Just... I was like, no, he's not. No, he's not. And he he did. <sighs> I was speechless. I was just like screaming, like, how is he this jacked? And then he was not great, uh, but that was the charm <laughs> of it, I guess. Because then we we were talking about it earlier, but Stone Cold comes out as Vince is beating on Pat McAfee and pins him in, quote-unquote, a match. <laughs> and then Stone Cold came out afterwards and gave him arguably the worst finishing move to ever happen in <laughs> professional wrestling. Did um, you see Did you see the uh, Mick Foley's reaction to it that his yeah. son took? No. So right. good. Yeah, yeah. Mix like dying, laughing. <laughs> <laughs> it was just so great because he knew he messed up. 
tried to correct it by hitting the ropes and then getting back <laughs> into it, and then it still was a nightmare. Like he was just so slippery from all of the beer that. He... And even and even Stone Cold is like knows it's yeah. bad and is just la- yeah. walking around the ring just, just dying like laughing oh his my ass God. off. The it fact was... that he was cracking up for the next like five minutes just made it like <laughs> ten times better. Yep. I was like, he's having the time of his life. It was, really like, was. it was awesome. It was just one of those shows where all the mistakes made things better. That made it better. It the giant mouse trap in the Sami Zayn match made it better because it didn't work. <laughs> I thought that's so funny. And then it ended up working, which just makes it better. Um, it was great. I hope, honestly, I hope Stone Cold does not come back for like a decade because that was the perfect send off. Was I that agree. horrible, horrible stunner? And then I did want to ask, yeah, about Pat McAfee. Would you guys be opposed if Pat started to have a little bit of a run as a competitor instead of this like specialty moment? Because he was over as hell. I mean everyone was cheering for him and they could really turn it into this guy who's had this dream to be a wrestler. He got in the ring of WrestleMania and now he wants to, you know, try and go for the championship or something. I could see something like that happening. So would you, I, would you support or would you not support? You guys go ahead. I think he got his moment already. He, he won at WrestleMania. I think, uh, I think that's it. I think his goose is cooked. <laughs> I mean, it's hard to top that, honestly, unless he wins yeah. some sort of title. So I'm sure he's going to wrestle again. Um, I'm in love with Pat McAfee now. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, I loved him before, but I'm really in love with Pat McAfee now. Uh, so I was, you know, they could it could go two ways. You know, I could see him running with it and having a run, but sometimes it's better to just leave the moment be its moment because I can see them really ruining it. And then just people being like, Oh God, here we go with, here we go with McAfee again, doing the mm-hmm. same thing again. So it just would depend on how they handle it. I would That's like, I would like them to have him wrestle again. I don't think I would want him to wrestle at next WrestleMania unless it's been some sort of huge build. Cause otherwise they're just going to keep doing it every year and it's going to be like, mm-hmm. A poor man's Undertaker, who's got the Pat McAfee match this year. And <laughs> that would be odd. Um, I think he is so good on commentary that I don't know if I want him to wrestle, but that's just me being selfish because WWE commentary has not been phenomenal in the last decade or so. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm trying to think of the times where it was Cole and JBL and Booker T, and that makes me want to be sad. Because it was can, so bad. Yeah. Can can we also shout out Michael Cole's reactions? Yes. And commentary during P- Pat's match because that oh, made it so he was so invested. The man was standing up the whole time. Mm-hmm. He just oh, I love Michael Cole. I don't know who I, I texted, but I said that was the best Michael Cole has ever been in his life, and it wasn't even close. He was <laughs> so good. He was I so good. It. it made the match. It made it, it better did. than it was. He was um, cheering him on. He was actually cheering yeah, him on. Like, come was, on, Pat. And it wasn't like BS Michael Cole, like when he was a heel in the coal mine. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, villain. Come on. Damn it. Damn it. <laughs> Which, Loki, I thought that was a great thing, was the coal Can mine. Can we just point out how uh, Pat McAfee at one point puts on the headset and commentates? That was the best yes! part of the match. Yeah. It was so good. <laughs> it was just it was, very. That was like yeah. what. 
it was like what Rock used to do in like '99 when he'd be like beating up people's like up his opponent. And he'd just put the headset on and talk for a little bit. Yeah, it was great. It was awesome. It was it was a fun match. Um, fun. I'll be honest. I'm not a Pat McAfee fan. I wasn't at least like I don't like his radio show. I don't really. His humor's just not for me. I feel like he tries really hard to just be the specific kind of humor, and it's. It's not for me. I also am. I've lived in Indianapolis a couple times now and used to run a sports store here in Indianapolis. And I don't like the Colts. And I mean, I don't either. I'm a Lions fan, but still. Oh, I'm so sorry. I know it's really sad, but. I'm a Bears fan. I I can't say anything either. I'm sorry for you. Yeah. Who are your guys' favorite football teams, huh? Anyway, I'm from Scotland. I don't have a football team. Oh, you have a different football team, like a different a style of football. Team. Yeah. Um, what is it? Celtic? Is that the Scottish team? Yeah, well, it's, One of them? it's Celtic. It's Celtic, but we don't like Celtic. Celtic. We like Rangers. Oh, okay. Sorry. All good. I just wanted to let that marinate for a second. What were we talking about? Pat McAfee. Yeah, Pat McAfee. I. I don't know. He's not my brand of humor, but I, whenever he does WWE stuff, he's like a different human being, and he's the best commentator in the last 15 years. I don't know what it is. I don't know what the difference is, but he is so much better at that than anything else he does for me personally, but I know a lot of people love him, and I don't fault anyone for loving him, but that's enough about Pat McAfee. Let's get to the main event, because we've been talking about all of this for longer than I thought we would. So let's. Oh my god. Let's finish this up. <laughs> um, I'm a rambler. I'm sorry, everyone. So the last match, honestly, I don't have a lot to say. It happened almost exactly to a T, is how I thought it was going to, except for the whole Roman Reigns shoulder totally actually came out part. Yeah. And it was gross because they <laughs> kept zooming in on it as he's yelling, "It's out! It's out!" As Paul Heyman is behind him, my tribal chief. My yeah. tribal That's your moment. That's your moment. <laughs> and he's like, no, no, no. It's really out of my it's shoulder. Out. I it's swear. Out. Um, it was fine. Lots of finishers. It's a, it was almost like the exact same thing as Lesnar and Goldberg from WrestleMania 33, but for well. two titles. And it had a lot more story behind it, I know, but. There's more action. There's more action. Uh, I'm glad, you know, those Lesnar matches usually last about five minutes, mm-hmm. but this one was like a 15-minute one, and it's good, you know. I thought it was – I didn't think it fell flat like most people say, but at the same time, it was like the third time. I mean, that one, WrestleMania 31, Seth Rollins saved the day, made it yes, 10 times did. better. So I agree with Jordan that WrestleMania 31 is definitely up there and it's one of the great WrestleManias, but – Man, Lesnar versus Reigns, we see it all the time. We don't need to see it again. Yeah, it was... I hope they're done. I hope so badly that it's done. Yeah. And I don't know what more you could have done. They've had two other WrestleMania matches. I did not like the build for those two. This one was okay. Um, I know the second one at WrestleMania 34 was a good match but I was so pissed off about it that I didn't care, just like the rest of the crowd. This one, I was just like, all right, this has got to be it. Just give the titles for Roman. Let's finish it up. The ending was not great, but I think it was because his shoulder literally came out of its socket. 
And then he popped it back in and was able to lift the title. So I don't know what the hell happened, yeah. honestly. But I think I dislocated. Yeah, he popped it right back in, though. It was impressive, I gotta say. So the tribal chief wins. Is anyone surprised? Did anyone think Lesnar was gonna win? I did. Did you? No, I didn't think oh. he was gonna win. <laughs> I wanted him to win. Same. But I knew it. But I knew it made sense that Roman was going to. But I just really just wanted to root for Brock just because I could because I, I also am in love with Brock so oh current Brock is just outstanding cowboy Brock Lesnar rules yeah when when he took the mic at the beginning the, the I didn't even need the match just both of them facing off having Paul Heyman announce and then having Brock announce himself I was fine with that that was great I was done then <laughs> I was done I did not... go ahead Jordan <laughs> I did not think Brock was going to win but I did expect something to happen with Paul Heyman. But I guess, like, if it was really, like, the conclusion that was really done, then it's probably better that nothing happened or it means it would have to continue. But I, I think in my mind I was waiting for – they played such a story with Paul Heyman back and forth and his loyalty to both of them. I just thought it was questionable. My thought was that Paul Heyman would walk out on both of them. Like, he just feels like he's gone back and forth and then maybe have a third client eventually that he would bring and introduce, and that would move them away from each other. But that was the only thing I, I think I was expecting that I, I didn't see. So Yeah, I thought something would happen at the end of Raw, and it was just him saying, I'm done talking. Hear the rest of my sentence on SmackDown on Friday. Goodbye. And then they, yeah, the show ended. Which, I don't know, the... That ended very flat, but I'm not gonna judge it because I wonder if it's connected to him being potentially injured and they're waiting on like MRI results or something. Yeah, I don't know. I hope. Yeah, I really hope he doesn't have to relinquish the titles because that would be Again? really lame. Yeah. Well, the the last time I think there was a pretty legitimate reason he had. To, yes. But yeah, I don't know. It, it ended kind of flat. WrestleMania and the Raw after WrestleMania. I understand why it did. Um, it was a better ending than WrestleMania 35, but it was it was whatever. Um, so okay, let's go around. Let's give our night two rating, and then if you want to give your rating for just the show overall, uh, we'll start with we'll start with Lex. My overall rating for night two, mm, just from the ending of the show. I give it like eight and a half. Okay. I mean, I I was happy with it overall. Like the entire the entire weekend in a, a nine, I was really happy with everything that happened. I enjoyed it. I love wrestling. I'm not an overly critical WWE person. It was just a good time. I enjoyed it. So I give it a nine. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm not an overly critical WWE fan, am I, Jordan? <laughs> oh my god! No, you're, you're no way. There no is way nothing I love more than just texting like the most stereotypical like neckbeard stuff to Jordan just to see what he says. Um, I only mean like probably like fifty percent of what I say, but the other half is just to see what he said. And he's always like, "Hey, I liked that." Um, it's Typically, funny. I don't say anything because I just mute you yeah, at that he point. Just, just mutes the haters. <laughs> Uh, what do you what do you give night to Jordan? 
Um, I think a seven out of ten for night two for me. I think uh, Stone Cold showing back up. If that had not happened on night two, I don't think it would have been a, a, a very strong night. But I thought that was good. I have a nostalgia to watching Vince McMahon get in the ring and have a match. I, I think that was was cool. Um, and I, I won't be too critical of the ending because I just feel like it was because of injury. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, and I I, I kind of wish you – I don't know if if it would be better or worse if it had if the nights had been flipped. Because night one was so good, I, I left on such a high. You know, I didn't leave on that same high at the end of night two, but I was really happy with it. But I would say, like, night one was, like, epic. It was incredible, and night two was fun. And so I felt like you had the that, that balance. So, yeah. So overall, I would say probably a, a 9, 9.5 out of 10. Okay. Justin? I'd give it, like, a 5. Uh, I totally mm. missed the uh, Sheamus tag team match, and Judging how we didn't even bring it up at all. <laughs> Goes to show. Well, yeah, if you went to the bathroom, you probably missed it. I've been here this whole time. Oh, no, you're I, talking about that? Right? Yeah, yeah. Not yeah. now. <laughs> but uh, the only thing I look forward to that ma- that night was uh, Johnny Knoxville, and it was the best part of that night, which uh, would suck for WrestleMania because uh, Johnny Knoxville isn't really a wrestler. He's a celebrity. Yeah, he didn't but really wrestle, I but you didn't need him to. I think that night two could never live up to night one, and that was also another reason why I'd give that score. But overall, I thought it was a, a decent mania. Definitely memorable. Definitely memorable. Uh, so I think overall, I'd give it like eight uh, with the uh, part two, just bringing it down just that low. Yeah, um, night two... There's a couple things for me. Number one, the Knoxville Sami Zayn match. First of all, Sami Zayn, MVP of night two. I love that man. KO and Sami Zayn were the best two people on the entire show for multiple reasons. Other than probably Becky and Bianca were. Okay, KO and Sami Zayn, top two male performers. Becky and Bianca, top two female performers. In no particular order. Having said that, the... New Day match was so stupid and awful. The first tag match was whatever. The ending was a little flat, but just like Jordan said, it was understandable. I would probably give it a 7 because I still had fun watching it, but it could have been higher. Like, there's multiple things that could have made it higher. Overall, the show, I would give, like, if we're being super specific, like an 8.7, 8.8 type deal out of 10 I honestly as I was getting up at the end of night 2 I probably would have said it was closer to like a 9.5 but then after thinking about it after rewatching some of it and after talking about some of the things tonight honestly it's it's one of the best manias especially in the last decade but it's by no means my favorite Wrestlemania there's still a few that I think I prefer more whether it's for nostalgia reasons like, you know, a WrestleMania X7 or like 30 is still the best WrestleMania, in my opinion. 31 better. I like WrestleMania 28. I feel like I'm in the minority, but I thought that WrestleMania was awesome. <laughs> Just a lot of really cool matches on there. Um, plus my two favorite wrestlers of all time, CM Punk and Chris Jericho had a title match, which was good. The build was fine. Could have been better, but I still loved it. Anyway, I'm getting off track again. 
it was good. It was a very, very good WrestleMania. Easily a top 10 WrestleMania, in my personal opinion. I don't know where they go from here because Raw did not get off to a great start post-WrestleMania WWE. I'm scared that they're just going to have those couple shows a year that are that good. They get you back, and they're like, all right, we have the audience again. Let's just start writing 12-person tag team matches and get Teddy Long in here to say that I'm going to make this a tag team match. <laughs> Play a... Had to let that marinate, too. <laughs> So, yeah, it was a good show. I'm glad we talked about it. I don't know how much I'll feel like talking about it now. Like, it's not, like I said, it's not WrestleMania 30 where Justin and I probably talked about it for weeks and weeks and weeks. Like, oh my God, that was the best show ever. Are they ever going to top it? And they haven't since. Honestly, there has not been a single WWE show that's topped it since, in my opinion. I I mean, I'm glad I spent it with you. (laughs) Thank you. Does anyone else have any parting comments about it? No. No? Yeah. I think we covered a lot. We covered it all um, in good detail. So thanks for listening, everyone. Um, Next week, I'm I'm thinking we'll do something a little different. Maybe a a draft? Something like that? We'll talk. We'll see. We'll we'll see what we can get for you. Um, But until then, thank you for listening and watch wrestling.